0: So I, I, I am Mike, by the way. He is Jim. Yep, it's, it's really Dad, awesome to meet I you. I won't hold
1: that against you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's Jimmy G. Yeah. If you're you in football, come up with a better. Couldn't you come up with a better fake name than Mike and Jimmy G? Come on. Right. I know. Right. We could have. We could have. Oh, could have. I was gonna be Hildalgo. I was for go. a little. It could have been Hildago and the Devil Dog. That would have been a cool right? name okay. for the show. Ooh, the Devil Dog. Yeah, you yeah, are kind Hildago of and the Devil Dog. dog. Yeah. Big it. Big it is my podcast. Bacon. Bacon. Bacon! is my... Bacon. Bacon
2: is my podcast! Bacon. Yeah. Bacon is my... Welcome to Bacon yes. is My Podcast. Yes! The show where everything goes flawlessly. And there's never a mistake. Never. We never lose an entire intro and have to do it weeks later... No. Well, it actually works out better. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because this show
0: is not only brought to you by DrinkWildBills.com and, and GrillYourAssOff.com right. and, and Poddex.com. 10% off with the promo code BACON. Right. And also Manscaped.com. 20% off with promo code Pod with free shipping. But now, Mythical Beards. Yeah. They've, they've joined us. Welcome. On board. Mythical Beards to the Bacon family. Indeed. Uh, and... I'm wearing some of their stuff. It feels wonderful. I am as well. It smells wonderful. Yeah. I'm wearing the
2: Dracula. The Dracula cologne? Uh or yes. the beard oil. Yes. Both? both. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went for both. Nice. I have the Kraken uh, solid cologne and the Folietti. Yeah. Uh, I really bar. do like Soon-to-be the Kraken McFoley. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. Someday. One day. Someday, oh, yeah. good friend McFoley. Um, yeah. His his beard oil blend. Yeah. And it's minty. It is minty, pepperminty, which I like. Yeah, I like it. I like a little. You're minty. like
0: you're like a walking New York pe- peppermint patty. Yeah, I'm effervescent.
2: Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I've been described as effervescent for years. Oh, yeah, it was my nickname in high school. Oh, okay, yeah, well, good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so,
0: if you do uh, go to mythicalbeards.com, use the
2: promo code bacon fifteen, and uh, you get fifteen percent off your order. Amazing. Yeah, I've, that's worked out crazy. Yeah. Imagine like if it wasn't 15% and they gave us bacon 15, that would have been so weird.
0: Wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been weird. I Uh, I didn't really catch what you were, I didn't understand what you were saying. I'm just amazed how
2: flawlessly that worked out. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, sometimes they don't land. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes. It's okay. (laughs) Sometimes. Well, today, uh, today we are talking about our interview. Yeah. Our, our chat that we had with Mr. Dave Schrader, uh, host of the Paranormal 60 podcast, lead investigator on TV's Holster Files. And uh, Ghost Devil's Perch, which yeah. he was on the show with uh, Katie Stafford, our past guest. Indeed. Uh, our buddy Katie. Travel Channel Discovery Plus, you probably saw him there. Um, yeah, we talked to him about uh, scary stuff. Scary stuff, but also like life stuff. Yeah. Good life stuff. The, and he, the it, more important things, I think, are life stuff. He's very positive. Oh, man.
0: You know, Dude, like, it, like it, I felt good after that yeah. interview. Um, even all these weeks later. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I could see you're kind of like, all right, what did we talk about? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: Rolodexing but, backwards. But <laughs>
0: but it sticks with me because, um, you know, he talked about
2: his his mental health struggles and, and all yes, that stuff. And, and uh, I discovered that he and I basically had a very similar yeah. um, kind of experiences growing up right you know that's right um, that's right but yeah
0: yeah dave is a cool dude and um i'm a big fan of his mm-hmm. so it's really awesome to have somebody that you uh that you watch on your show and you can pick their brain like we did yeah it's a lot of fun good stuff so uh why don't we start that up we should yeah let's do it yeah when do you want to do it now okay welcome welcome everybody uh i'm i, I have a shitty I have a shitty intro voice.
2: No, that was great. That was no,
0: great. no, no, no. We have somebody who is a household name at my house. He is—he's is actually uh, the Wayman household favorite paranormal investigator. Now, if you've now if you know anything also about, has a
2: fantastic uh, intro voice. He saying.
0: does. He's a radio guy. He is the host of the Paranormal sixty on all streaming platforms. He is also the lead investigator for the Hoser, Hoser Files. He's the lead investigator for Ghost Devil's Perch, where our buddy Katie Stafford came from. Yeah. Uh, who ended up spending like three hours with us. Yes. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen,
1: Mr. Dave Schrader, how are you, sir? Well, I'm doing great. Thank you for all the compliments on my speaking and introductory <laughs> voice. I really appreciate it.
2: Oh, oh I was hoping that's, that's what we would do.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, I I, love that. Uh, it, it's
0: so cool that, like, you you are a radio person uh you've been in radio like forever like i, yeah. I when i was younger too and it wasn't I, I was a musician but i always loved talk radio and stuff like that yeah but i used to my buddy and i we used to sit by the the boom box and we used to record songs and then record mm-hmm. intros between songs and try to hit bumpers we were bad but uh <laughs> it was z1000 uh Dave, when you were younger did you did you have like your own radio station that you practice with with like
1: a boom box or anything like that? oh yeah and and it was with my best friend. uh I was Dave the wave and he was slick Rick and you were nice. listening to WLS and uh, that was our our radio station our go to radio station in Chicago. so that's where we wanted to be. Okay. So we do, you know, we had the 70s campy. Hey, coming up next, we've got air supply with every woman in the world. I'm Dave the Wave and here with Slick Rick. Stay tuned. And we're going to, you know, and you roll into these little bits and you're like, God, that was cool. We are awesome. And then you yeah. play it back and you're like, we just introduced air supply. Like we own that shit. And, uh, <laughs> and then you realize you, you rift like a morning zoo jock for air supply right so, yes
2: maybe,
1: you know, yeah I don't know. it's uh, a lot of
2: diminishing returns yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely a little, a little bit
1: yeah what i used to do yeah my buddy at rick and i we would sit in the garage with our we had a black tape recorder uh that we got from kmart and we'd go get those kmart tapes the blue tapes mm-hmm. that came in like a three pack yeah and uh we would pop them in and we would do radio old radio shows uh, like we'd be the hardy boys figuring out a mystery or we'd introduce music um we just do our own news and our own silly stuff. And I, I really wish I would have kept those tapes now because it uh, breaks my now heart that, was, that they no longer exist. But that,
2: that was my next question. I was yeah, like, do you have yeah. anything? That'd the
1: only awesome. things I have is from when I did college radio and I started, right. I did, I, I recorded my first newscast and I'm from Chicago originally. And here I'm in Minnesota reading the news and I'm terrifying <laughs> <or> tearing up <laughs> right. everybody's name. Right. It's like, yeah, governor Rudy Perprick Perpich, uh, yeah, Greg Gagne, uh, Gagne it's, it's and, uh, you know, every name I could possibly butcher. I, I butchered because I had no clue. I wasn't from Minnesota and I was reading Minnesota news and it is what it is. so that was my, uh, first foray into it. And then, you know, one of my favorites, man, you could have been on the Bonfoucault case. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, uh, moments was I used to host a show called Sunday night softly. Where we went. It was for it was for Winona State University started at 10 p.m ended at 2 a.m all slow music by request oh well, we've got another request this goes out to Mike from Jimmy G this is the Eagles from their greatest hits album with Desperado Wow for the 900th time I do that right okay. and and the song starts and at the top of my lungs I'll lean back from my microphone I go. Death parado why don't you come off your fences you been all right and I'm, I'm doing this whole thing and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye i see the lights start to flicker <laughs> and i realize that that can only mean one thing the microphone is hot right right <laughs> Because normally it would ring in studio, so I just realized I sang like the first quarter of Eagles' "Desperado" in that voice. That's fantastic. To the audience, and blew I blew out people's car speakers. Yeah, turn off my turn off my microphone, and I pick up the phone. And I'm like, KQAL, your radio alternative, and they're like, "That was hilarious! Please sing every song in that voice." And I was like, "Oh!" And I came back from the song, and I'm like. Well, now you know what we do behind the scenes after we're tired of playing the same song nice. over and over. With that said, this next song is from Jimmy G going out to Mike from their greatest hits album. This is the Eagles with Desperado, and I played it again. <laughs>
2: That's so awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so great. Do you have any, uh, do you have any memories of like specific callers that that caller that you were like, I'm going to remember this person?
1: Yeah, we had a. A reel-to-reel recorder next to the base, so you could record on-air or off-air. And because I did ten to two, I got a lot of interesting calls. I can
2: can imagine. That's (laughs)
1: Dave Schrader. I'm sitting in my bathtub listening to you right now, and (laughs) the way you're speaking is like silk pouring over my body. And I'm like, listen this is getting weird but i would record them all and just leave them for the next djs to listen to and they would hear all these coming on to me so i i literally changed my name so for the first like six months i was at school i was dave schrader because you want to be on the air as yourself i just became the i became the dark knight dj you're tuned in with the dark knight dj coming up next from their greatest hits album this (laughs) is the eagles with desperado and then roll into the song um so yeah, I was then going forward. I was just the dark night DJ that way. Nobody knew who I was, where I was. Right. Cause right. I would get the calls that are like, I saw you the other night at bangers nightclub. And I was wondering, did <laughs> we get together for drinks? And I'm like, I don't know about that. You really sound like you want to boil my skin and wear me You're like, right. an... <laughs> so yeah. And just so know. nobody's being offended. That was not me riffing on, uh, an <laughs> effeminate male voice. That was just the voice of most of the women calling me from the Wisconsin side of Minnesota I've been to Wisconsin, oh, Wisconsin. that Wisconsin's rough there that happens Wisconsin- there. Yeah. I've
0: it's been to tough. Beloit Wisconsin Beloit I'm Wisconsin sorry. is
1: Were you serving time
0: <laughs> <laughs> might as well have been yeah. yeah I mean
2: yes and no yeah yeah
1: <laughs> beloit, beloit is the only city in the entire world that sounds like a toilet uh yeah
0: I if you go walk, drive around it's a lot like mm-hmm. a toilet yeah I've, been no.
2: to I've never been to Beloit. I've been to um, Milwaukee. Don't, don't. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you, you actually have to fly no, into Chicago. Out. You have to fly into sh- in, in, into O'Hare mm-hmm. and then drive an hour and a half. And and, and then you get to Beloit. But the, the Boy- company I worked for, they actually okay. basically owned the town. They were like the mm. mafia of the town. So like I <laughs> the Wisconsin mafia. I love that. <laughs> legit, like they told us to so we get on this bus, we drive an hour and a half to this, like this rest stop and they were like go to the southeast corner of the parking lot and you'll find four minivans check under the rug and you'll find the keys and it's like wait what this is a rest <laughs> this this is a I know, stop. I
1: know i know hey, this I'm this back. is the mcdonald's beloit exit right yes <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> wow you, you can yeah. buy cheese heads there
0: <laughs> that's amazing. yes you yeah. can wow yes that is the exact one Holy shit! Oh, I know man.
1: that was my, that was always my stop coming from Winona state college into Illinois. I'd always hit Beloit. And that's when I had to fill up my 69 Plymouth Fury three. So that was the moment. Ooh, nice. Nice. Right. When I got to Beloit, <laughs> and, and then by the time you got to
0: Rockford, you had to fill up again. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so w- what I do want to ask mm-hmm. is because, uh, okay. So, Mm-hmm. We we've done we've gone we dug deep we've we've listened to a lot of podcasts you've done and and um, honestly if any so anybody wants to hear any of that stuff yeah we're not going to ask All you right. about any of that it's already so. out there because we I like we, it. if yeah. you want to hear about uh, about how he got into radio by following a cute girl that didn't actually exist into a into a building. Wow! Literally. you did do some research it's nicely. Out there. Played. It's out there. Wow! Uh, mm-hmm. You you want to hear about the the terrifying things that uh, a ghost in his, his house told his son to do? Mm-hmm. Go. Uh, uh, what I would recommend is the uh, the one. The, what is it? The uh, the the cool dads podcast or something with the, with the guys from Bowling for Soup. That yeah, was, it's that, the mm-hmm.
1: Rockstar Dads podcast. Yeah. That's that's it. Yes, Rockstar dads uh, podcast. yeah, that he's a done a couple one. of them.
0: That was a good one. Go good listen one. to the story there. What we want to know. Mm-hmm. Me personally and and yes. and I did ask KD this as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I I watch Hoser, Hoser Files and then it's, um, it's not Canadian. It's Hosier. not Hoser
1: Files, it's Holzer. Holzer.
0: Holzer,
2: Holzer yeah. Files. Mm-hmm. We well, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Mike has a long line of mispronunciations on this yeah. show. Yeah, and, it's perfect. Uh, yeah.
0: It's cuz it's it's cuz I'm from New and York it's... and I'm saying Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. Minneapolis. How many Minneapolis. Yeah. how many syllables?
2: <laughs> yeah. Minneapolis. It's, we've had
0: we've had, we've had a number of uh of guests from yeah, Minneapolis and okay. uh, good job. Yeah. Good job. So that's the that's a long running joke. But
2: yeah. All right.
0: what 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 we do what I do want to know is mm-hmm. from from holzer files to yeah, very ghost to devil's perch. Uh-huh.
1: Uh was the Bolo tie your idea? Yeah, because I got to tell you, was that a good enough question? That's the (laughs) nightmare as a radio show host. When you ask a question and the
0: answer is yes. yes. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm used to Dave Schrader got his hoodie on or his hoodie and and, and a leather jacket. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now here he is going to the Wild West below tie and and vest. And I was like,
2: yeah, Wild Wild West. He's just leveling up here. He's he's here. No,
1: here's the deal. So, uh, again, I love bolo ties and, mm. uh, I was thankful that Bruce Springsteen broke them out in 1988 again on the cover of his uh, tunnel of love album and was kind of mm. wearing them in his music video. So I had the heart and I had the black onyx and a couple of cool ones. And then when I thought, you know, I'm going to Montana and I don't want to, I don't want to just wear what I wore in the holes or that same, you know, kind of bland black leather jacket which everybody kept asking me to bring so you notice i wear it in one or two episodes of devil's perch and not many others um but i just came in swinging and i remember the first episode i had the bolo tie on and they laughed and they go you're not gonna wear that are you and i go yeah (laughs) and then they all just had this like uncomfortable awkwardness and then (laughs) around the third episode i showed up without the bolo tie and they're like where's your bolo tie (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. And i <laughs> jump, they're like, dude, those bolo ties kick ass. Where's your bolo tie? And uh, I'm like, well, you know what? This time you guys just happened to call me and I wasn't wearing a bolo tie to come over here. So I'll wear one when I go back for the investigation. So <laughs> I think there's one episode and it might be like episode two or three where I come in open shirted. No bolo.
2: Yeah. So see, Little yeah. did you know what a uh, fashion icon you would you would be becoming. I uh, like it. I like that. that's uh, I want to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Don't call let uh, it come
1: back my... cuz the bolo's been
2: here for years. It's been here for years. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I have a bolo tie on in my senior photo in yeah. high school. <laughs> what year was that? I cannot divulge that information. <laughs> there there are many people trying to find that information on yes. me and I'm, yeah. I'm uh I'm All keeping it, keeping it, keeping a little. It's lit the on Peter it. Pan complex.
0: It's you total know. Peter I Pan. I gotcha. Complex. Yeah. Um, be, okay. The the one thing I will say though, I, and I, and I've said this a number of times with other paranormal people that we've had on, and mm-hmm. and and uh, one of the things that I, I told KD that I really appreciate about your investigating is the your approach. It's awesome because you use history and actual facts, and mm-hmm. it's not folklore. It's not legend it's you know sometimes yeah you gotta you, there's not a ton of history on, on things but mm-hmm. that's what you follow and a lot of times y- you watch uh you watch some shows and it's very prominent shows and it's always a demon and it's always provocation and it's always stuff and like we so we're we're from new york um and we have a place called katie's uh, of smithtown yeah and yeah. it a bar uh, I've
2: been yeah there.
0: exactly yeah. Yeah. and uh th- there were uh there was a very famous ghost uh hunting show that that went there and a couple uh, of them, they yeah. A, yeah they had a, a a where are they now episode thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh they they sat down and they're like how are things and the the owner was like hey man you came here you stirred shit up and it's been really chaotic and it sucked can you fix this? <laughs> and uh, what I like about what you do is you try to uh, to tie up loose ends and clear up unresolved uh, issues and stuff like that. So, what what made you take that approach? Because a, a lot of a lot of the shows, especially in the beginning, were very much like, "Cool, I just want to show that cool shit can happen with this cool equipment." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but you, you your approach is very different. Um, yeah, a sci- lot like scientific,
2: the, and let's find the fact, and let's right. look at it, and let's. A, a lot like the, uh, the
0: the the people from uh, Kindred Spirits, uh, mm-hmm. where they're like, "Hey, this is this is all completely misunderstood. This is what mm-hmm. we think it is." What 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 pushed you to go that way, especially with your background working with some of those other shows?
1: I. I guess I've had this overwhelming fear of death since I was very young, maybe four or five years old. I mean, I legitimately remember just terrified to go to sleep for fear. I would not wake up and that stuck with me through all the years made me feel very, um, uncomfortable. So as my, my progression into investigating, you know, I started just like everybody else in 2006, kind of following in the vein of ghost hunters and then there were questions I had, and I understood that for their TV show, they couldn't answer all those in the course of the show. And I got to be friends with Jason and Grant, and then I became friends with the Ghost Adventures crew, and I became friends with just about everybody. Uh I you know, I like the fact that Josh Gates refers to me as the unofficial mayor of Paranormal Land. I know everybody, I've worked <laughs> with everybody. Um, so I I just wanted respect for the spirits that everybody brings a different element to the show. You know, ghost hunters was very much about teamwork. Uh, ghost adventures is very much about the adventure, the excitement, the allure of what draws people to this in the first place. Uh, paranormal state was about young people looking forward to a a different element of life than most people and trying to see what they could do to bring help. And, Everybody kind of had their niche, and when they first approached me to do Holzer files, um, I, I they didn't tell me what the show was called, and I just said, no thanks, I don't want to be a lead investigator of any paranormal show. And they're like, why? And I said, because I don't want to be just another cookie-cutter team with a pretty medium. And they said, oh, well, would you sign this NDA, and maybe we could give you a little bit more insight. So I signed it, and then they said, we're reopening Dr. Hans Holzer's files. And I said, I'm in. Sign me up. I'll do it. And they had had all the original recordings. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, we were the last radio show to talk to him before he passed. So I had that connection and I became friends with Alexandra. I was the first to start hiring her to paranormal conferences. And then, uh, you know, it was a great little memory was just, I think like two years ago on Facebook, you know, how you get those daily memories and you can scroll through and it shows what happened. And that like, 2 years ago this memory popped up and it was like 10 years ago today Alexandra Holzer began your Facebook fanbook page and she was the one that launched my fan page on Facebook. And I was like, wow, that's holy cow. And so it really kind of was nicely played. And and the fact that I know we could go in on the heels of a man who wasn't going to call demon on everything. And that was important. And that I worked with a production team that was professional and heard what Shane and I had to say, and that we didn't want anybody to tinker with the evidence. We wanted the evidence. We were going to review the evidence. And then we present to the, to the, uh, production, what we saw. I also said, Hey guys, I've been preaching for 14 years here that, uh, orbs are not ghosts. So I just want to fair warning. You, if you bring me evidence that's orbs, I'm not going to say it's a ghost. Uh, there's no way you're going to get me on that platform. And they're like, this is why we picked you. We want somebody thinking outside the box. So they're not like every other show. And Cindy has such empathy and compassion and Shane has such empathy and compassion. It was a natural subset of the show that we all, we actually felt the connection to the spiritual realm and we all cared for the spirits. We cared for each other and we just wanted to try to make things a little better than they were before we got there. And I think the one common misnomer people have about these shows is that we went there to help families and people that own businesses. And that was never the intention. We went like Dr. Holzer, to help the spirits. Because if you can help the spirits, that will release the issues that the family or the business owner is dealing with. So in most of these instances, it was giving them a voice again so that they would be remembered and that their story wouldn't fall by the wayside by people who had a flashier PR agent at the time.
2: What's up guys, gonna talk to you a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Just wanna start off with GrillYourAssOff.com if you are going into grilling season like we are, then you know that you always need a little rub. You always need a little sauce. You need something that's gonna help your grilling get better. Help those chicken breasts, right? They get a little dry sometimes. You wanna make sure you're saucing them up. You wanna make sure those ribs have got a nice dry rub and a saucer rub. Go to grillyourassoff.com, check it out. I've used their stuff, it's delicious. 10% off with the promo code BACON. Another place you can go to to
0: get 10% off with that promo code, drinkwildbills.com. Mm. They've got delicious sodas. They've got all sorts of different flavors from sarsaparilla to birch beer to you, you name it. You got your root beers. You got your cream sodas. You got your cream creamsicles. Yeah. Uh, Sugar-free for you guys. Sugar watch free. The Indeed. And also... They've got some great jerky stuff. They've mm. got oh, the brisket bites are A+. plus, Indeed. A+. Plus. And if you go there, go to drinkroyalbills.com,
2: use the promo code BACON, get 10% off. One more place you can use that same promo code BACON is our oldest sponsor, Poddex. If you're a podcaster, if you are a budding interviewer, if you are just somebody that has a hard time talking to people every now and then, or want to do something fun with your friends, check out poddecks.com, they have these decks of cards, 50 cards per deck, 50 questions, check it out, learn things about your friends, learn things about people, learn how to talk a little bit more, and be a little bit more comfortable, always use the promo code BACON, again, to get 10% off your order, they got cool swag too. Indeed, and last but not least, of course, always frame the balls. Mm. Yes.
0: Is that what you do? Frame the balls. Frame the balls? Well, you could. You could frame the balls. You could. Though. You could, But if you got a bush, it's just not. It's the summer. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Use the Lawnmower 4, 4.0. Use the perfect package and go to com. Use the promo code pod. You get 20% off your order. And they've got all sorts of great stuff. If you're a guy who's looking to
2: feel so fresh and so clean. Indeed. And not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping.
0: Free shipping?
2: Shine up those balls. Get rid of that bush. Clean yourself up. And if you don't clean yourself up, start. Yeah. Bacon Pod. 20% off. Free shipping. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? Yeah.
0: That's awesome. I I really... Like I said, I, I love the way the history kind of intermeshes with your investigations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Now in terms of like a a show, like the ghosts of um, Mm -hmm. obviously devil's perch was like the fourth season of that particular um, series. But do you, do you face a lot of investigations that, uh, that end up being that biggest scale where there's so much connectivity or, is that kind of uh, Butte, Montana, Ghost of Devil's Perch kind of thing kind of, well, yeah, some stuff is connected, but it's not truly that connected.
1: Well, we, you know, doing Holzer Files, we're checking in on independent cases. And although there were certain right. points, like when we investigated the Phantom Hand episode, which was season two, episode one, there was this strange paranormal phenomena that was taking place all over the town. And then we ended up finding out that it was tied to this torso killer. Uh, so that, that was an interesting element, but the rest of it, I'd never been in a place where everything was haunted, like Butte, Montana, and everybody had a story to share and everybody had an angle to look at the paranormal from a different light. Uh, you know, historic mansions, old plots of land that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. The, the poor people, the homeless would live in and that they saved these locations so that they wouldn't be forgotten. So that history wouldn't just go to the past and we don't talk about it. We didn't have to whitewash it or sugarcoat it. It, it, This is how they lived. So it was amazing to go there and be a part of something like this and to see the sincerity in the eyes of the mayor, JP Gallagher, and Ed Lester, the sheriff, and know that they legitimately did not necessarily have a paranormal belief but they believed in their people of their community enough to know that they were having an issue that the police and the mayor could not tackle so they did what they could do they lovingly caringly you know asked if the crew from Ghost of Morgan City or Ghost of Shepherdstown were available to come to their town and by the time covid hit and all of the things that take everybody else was off doing other programs and in different parts of the world the holzer files had just ended and they rolled cindy kaza and i from holzer files over onto ghost of devil's perch with katie stafford who had been on ghost of morgan city and uh, kind of launched a new division of this and you know i'm hoping that we get a chance to go back but there's been such a big shake-up with discovery network and travel channel with their yeah, buyout with buyout. hbo and warner brothers yeah, yeah. that i don't know where we fit in that realm. I don't even know if they know where we fit in this, uh, at this point. So hopefully we get to come back and do what we do. But um, it was just a, you know, it was an honor to be able to do these things and give voice to the spirit world and try to help the living and the dead.
2: So I'm interested that um, you had mentioned going to places and, and people not having quite the belief, but then they have the appreciation or they under, or, or mm-hmm. they have an understanding. Um, for you doing this, as long as you've done it, I, I can only imagine that that probably your um, view on any kind of paranormal um, happening or activity or what have you has probably evolved several times. Uh, and mm-hmm. like, how how has your journey with that kind of changed? And and like, did you start somewhere? Find yourself thinking something else and then veering back in places i've heard you mention that um i don't know if it's still the way you feel but i heard you mention on a podcast that you felt like uh maybe it's less of a ghost thing and more of a time slip thing Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like just just your viewpoint of everything evolving how has that kind of happened for you over this over this whole career that you've had
1: you know you you guys asked me in our pre-interview that aired earlier right that uh Mm -hmm what is bacon right and uh, you know is it this is it this is it this well i feel that the paranormal i've changed from saying bacon is a topping no bacon is it's standalone meal bacon is you know an accoutrement to the rest of the meal and what i realized is that uh the paranormal is the same way i stopped feeling the need to pigeonhole everything and compartmentalize it because i believe that that also minimizes uh the elements that we're investigating. And there are so many different elements to these hauntings from residual to time slip, to intelligent hauntings, to poltergeist phenomena, to thought forms and tulpas to, uh, angelic encounters, uh, to the demonic and dark realm. So there's so many different aspects that I don't like to feel. I have to give one answer for what's going on. So that that's dramatically yeah. changed in 17
2: years. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I can only imagine it would just just the experiences right. alone, just kind of like, mm-hmm. the more, well, the more you learn, learning is changing your mindset. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's having the flexibility to uh, to look at a, another side of something and think, oh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this right now. And maybe this thing right. here is something else. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine that your, your whole viewpoint of it has widened and, and gotten bigger. Um, what, what is it that kind of keeps you, uh, what, what do you think keeps you interested in it? What keeps you doing it at the level that you're doing it and what, what kind of keeps you learning? Is it, is it like, uh, I just got to keep learning and absorbing or is it just,
1: no, it's, it's very, it's a very simple one word answer money 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 because man you ain't living till you're living right. reality money man <laughs> that's hundreds of dollars a year in my pocket <laughs> you don't, even know. Yeah. You you don't even, even know you should try being yeah, well, in a band you should try being in a band no i have no interest in making even less than reality tv is, people. is so, that is
2: tens of dollars a year
1: yes i you know what um what keeps me into it, and I'm joking, you know, about the money aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, sure. There really is not much money in doing what we do, but I do it for the love and right. the, the want and desire to know more. I've come to the revelation I'm never going to get all the answers, and I don't think we ever should. Because mm-hmm. if I can tell you guys, hey, Mike, Jimmy G, when you die, your body goes through a, a crash process, your soul is lifted out, without a doubt, I know you go to heaven after. Re- kind of reviewing your life, seeing how your life impacted others. You feel the pain, you feel the joy, and then you rebrand and you come back as another soul. If I could tell you that without a doubt, and that was the official scientific template, Mm -hmm. suicide rates would go up exponentially. Oh yeah. And the next day you have a bad, bad day. (sighs) What Schrader said sounds good. Let's just, right. Let's feel some of the pain. Remember all the happy times and let's start all over again. So I don't think we're meant, yeah, I don't think we're meant to know those things. That's part of why I believe my mom has not come back to me conventionally. I've, I've had hints that she's nearby. She's been there for my children. She's been there for my aunt, but I think she knows because of my lifelong, um, issues with depression and anxiety that that might be the linchpin that once that's pulled and I have a defining defining answer uh and I'm no longer questioning yeah but am I just hoping that this was communication if if I know there's communication I know for a fact we we live past the human form it might change my perspective the next time I'm in a dark hole right and that doesn't mean that I don't believe that there is an element of us that survives but I don't know how it survives I've started to think more that what if these are just fractals of the personality that we were at the time that we were in a place? That's why it's so rudimentary in the way that it makes its personality known to you. So I don't know that it's a fully realized soul that's still left behind. And you know maybe that means the rest has gone on. I'm not sure. So I guess that keeping the guessing game alive for me is exciting. Um, I, I love the fact that i went from believing a ghost you know grandma drops dead her spirit steps out of her body and now she's casper floating around my house until she <laughs> settles agendas right until yeah. she you know is able to tell me where she hid the safety deposit key or tell me who murdered her or whatever hollywood would have us believe yeah. i love the fact that i've been able to look at different elements of this and that this might be time slip phenomena. perhaps we're bumping into alternate or multiple dimensions alternate realities and seeing flashes from those environments and, and sharing experiences. So I just love the journey. I love the learning. I love hearing from people. That's why, you know, I'm 17 years, almost 18 years into doing paranormal talk radio. I started in 2006 on January 1st, it's 2022. And I I love this just as much today as I did when I started, because I don't need to prove to you that the paranormal exists Mm -hmm. and my listeners don't need to prove to me that their experience is real. I'm equally as fascinated by people. I think sound like complete lunatics (laughs) because to me, that's exciting because what if they're right? What if as absurd as what they just said is real now let's open our eyes a little bit further and and check out. Do we start to see things like this? Do we start to hear? And and that part I love because I don't I don't mean to get all preachy on you guys right now. I know this is a fun podcast, yeah, right? No yeah, no, no. but uh, the world is in a pretty shitty place right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't know what's going to happen next. It seems like the the media runs on fear. We're at war uh we've got this president doing this this ex-president doing that is the ex-president going to be the new president is a new guy going to come in are aliens going to invade uh they've now found a second layer of magma bubbling underneath yellowstone which is past due blowing by ten thousand years so is it due Mm -hmm. to blow now which is going to take out half of the united states you hear all these things and it bombards you and then we're still hating on each other because you're black and you're Asian and you like right. Allah and you like right. Muhammad and I like Jesus. And, and uh, you know, and Jimmy G bows to the altar of Donny Osmond. Who cares? How did you know? So, who, <laughs> truthfully, who doesn't bow to the altar of Donny Osmond? Am I yeah, right? Puppy Let's be real. Puppy love let's, be real. Puppy love. let's be real. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Death is the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all going to be there. It's the one thing that unifies us. And once we realize we all go through that same process, why not just start to accept each other on a grander scale, listen to people's stories, learn from people's stories, understand people's stories. And, and that's what I love about this is I've talked to people that practice Islamic faith and practice Judaism and practice Jehovah Witnesses and practice Christianity and, and all of these different elements. And I realize listening to them, they're not so far removed from what I believe in what it all boils down to is don't be a dick and try to leave the world a little bit better than you found it. Yes. So Uh, I love the paranormal for that alone. The fact that I get to realize that somebody that I might have growing up in Chicago, hearing my grandparents and, and other people react to because of the color of their skin and maybe living in a place of fear, now I don't. Now I live in a place of excitement and, and encouragement that I want to know more about that. I want to know more about your culture. I want to understand that, you know, when I used to play cowboys and Indians, how wrong that was and for what reasons. Mm-hmm. And that my heroes, remember, the the villains are always the hero of their own story. Of course. And you hear these tales and you, you, you know, that's why I love giving voice to the spirit world again, because you're giving these Cultures and belief systems and religiosities, a a, a way to be heard again through love and respect. And I hope people start to pick up on that, that all the things that make us different is what makes us the same. And we just need to come together. And that's why there's one other great equalizer, and that's music, right? It's the one great. We all, every freaking culture, whether they are in the population of New York or Belize or in the deepest, darkest jungles of some unknown part of the world, they're singing, they're humming, they're strumming, oh, yeah. they're beating it's a great equalizer, man. Because there's a rhythm to life and a rhythm to death, and it sings, and we just need to listen. And I got I know it sounds so corny, but man, I just wish people would listen to each other. Shut your damn eyes and hear what people have to say, not what you want to say next.
2: And I, that. I think I that's that. when we
1: start to bridge the gap. And that's why it's great when you're talking to the dead, because mm-hmm. I can't see you. I can't judge you. Look at that long haired freak. Nice beard, <laughs> pal. Why don't you shave, get a real job music. You, you go into that judgment snap when you can right. see people. But when I'm talking to the dead, doesn't matter what color they are. What matters mm-hmm. is they have a story to tell. And I'm going to try to get it right, whether it's Richard Sims, the African-American man that was gunned down by the white preacher's daughter in in Devil's Perch, or whether it was, uh, you know, the Mrs. Jumel from the Morse Jumel Mansion in New York, who just wants to tell you, it's okay. I like being here. You don't have to usher me out. This is my home and will be forever. The rest of the stories can be told tell them the right way. And when we did the Morris Jumel mansion of New York, the owners or the people that run it were blown away that we didn't come in finding Aaron Burr and, and Alexander Hamilton still at war on the other side because Hamilton is this raging play. That's what they were fearful of. They told me that they said that you tapped into the fact that there are Santeria priests and priestesses and people that come to this property to commune with nature and that you took it and didn't make it a bad thing. This wasn't wicked voodoo as in Hollywood machinations. What you've done is told the story that this reality and this religion that people seriously misunderstand is all about giving to nature, letting nature take care of things. Hmm. And because there's so little nature in New York, this property, which is green and gorgeous with trees and bushes and flowers was a place that these practitioners could go not out of a place of, hate or spite but to release the negativity in their lives and try to commune again and tap into Gaia mother Earth and to me that was amazing we got to tell that story and they didn't make us say it was a demon and they didn't make us say it was over a race riot or or you know uh blacks versus whites in the war of slavery it, it got to be just about it's not even the real past it's going on right now there are Santeria uh, practitioners going there all the time, yeah, doing things, leaving little pieces behind in honor of their religion because it is a beautiful place. And, right. but there's a spillover, right? Yeah. And, and we just, we hopefully we curtailed that. We understand it. We had those Santeria priests come out and do a beautiful clearing, which is one of my favorite stories. You guys will love this again with me, with music, right? I hate that they deadened it on the show because you don't hear right. the priests when they're doing their clearing. And that was two 30 in the morning after we'd done everything there and we called them in to help us out, they show up in their beautiful garb and their bowls and their smudge. And, you know, they've got these musical bowls and things and the drums and it's two thirty in the morning and this priest gets up and he's like, wake my brothers and sisters of the Morris Jumel mansion, come forward in spirit and hear our music. Come to the light and let us rejoice in the Lord. Let us rejoice in the afterlife. And he, he does this beautiful recitation as they're smudging the air in the area. And then all of a sudden, New York windows start opening up. Hey, shut the fuck <laughs> up We're trying to sleep over here. And then, this priest turns to them and he's like, may God bless you with abundance, brother. Yeah, I'll fucking abundance you in the ass with my food if you don't shut up. But this priest could not be deterred. He loved oh, it. He, he was passionate. It's Amazing. And Cindy and I, and, and Shane, but Cindy and I loved that we could do that. That we could yeah. bring Santeria priests to this place to help the spirits that were being released there. And the energies. And the spirits of the home. And that's exciting to me. And again, it showed us we're all doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing I am, but in a different way. Let's incorporate it. And the Native Americans do it in a great and exciting way. And a passionate way of love for their ancestors and for the earth. And the ground and the sky and the water and the trees. And we need to all start paying attention to that shit. Because when we stop is when we all start to die. Which is where we are now. Yeah, mm-hmm. people have lost their way in what to believe in. And here's the one thing. Believe in being good. Whether it feels right or not, do it. And all of a sudden, like any muscle, it starts to feel good. And you mm-hmm. find yourself doing it more often. And the more good you do, the more you're going to change other people's lives. And the more you change their lives, the more they're going to change others lives. And then maybe in the afterlife, you don't have to use a medium to try to help you communicate to somebody you've lost because you've made it right while they're still living while they're still flesh and blood. And they can hear me say, Mike and Jimmy G I appreciate what you guys do. And you bring me out of the doldrums. And on the days when I'm feeling shitty about my life, I can pop on your podcast and I can laugh with you guys and I can learn with you guys. And you don't know how much your words and the words of your guests mean to me, because that's what we should hear in life. Not, well, we're going to miss Dave Schrader and, his many programs and Dave was a man, you know, I don't, I want to hear that now. I want to right. know that I'm making a difference now, not for accolades and patting on the back, but I want to know that I'm making a difference and that people are making
2: a difference in other people's lives because of that. And that's awesome. That is awesome, man. And I tell you I, what, like that's, that's again, like you, once again, you've given one of the best answers that I have uh, sure. ever had on the show and, and also inspiring. Cause, uh, you know, I've I've talked to so many people recently and and talked about like just the aspect of what are we here for? What's the mm-hmm. point? What is the point of mm-hmm. everything? What When we get caught up in all the minutiae of things that when you zoom out, they don't really matter. But when you right. zoom in, they're right at the surface. Really, what is the point of everything? And. To me, it's like I, I'm on that personal journey and it's always that like make the world a better place than it was without you in it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: it. Not, right. not for credit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if anybody knows that you did that. If you happen to say something, if someone hears something that you said and doesn't, they don't remember that you said it, but they say it to somebody else and it makes that person make a better decision and it makes a better choice for them and their life is improved because of it then mm-hmm. it was worthwhile. And it's it was like the blogger. it was great. It has nothing to do with uh, with belonging to anything. It has nothing to do with earning anything. It has nothing to do with credit. It has nothing to do with uh, showing that you know this or know that. It's all about learning and and being open to hearing from somebody else and then using that to motivate yourself to help motivate other people like that's it's it's great like you just energized me it was awesome yeah it was awesome I can't even put I'm good at putting words together and I can't even do it right now can't even do it right now so thank you thank you for that honestly yeah that was a great yeah yeah Um, so now I have to try and segue I'm gonna listen to that it's funny when I need to listen to that yeah was was great
1: you know Uh, I here's honest to god truth I told you I, I suffered depression and anxiety I own it I talk yeah. about it freely and and the reason I talk about it freely and for any of my listeners and followers, they know this story. But uh, when I was 16, 17 years old and lost my love of my life, right? Cause we're such teenagers right. and we're in our own head and in our own it's ego, our life
2: at 16, man. right?
1: That's the love of my life. Cause we didn't have to pay bills and we didn't have to raise a kid right. and we didn't have to pay for gas. Right. Our parents did all that. We just, be together and love. So man, that's an, that's a pure love. That's an amazing love because there's no pressure put on, on the other side. And when we lost each other and I lost my way, I put a gun in my mouth and I pulled the trigger and it didn't go off and I checked it and the safety was off and the bullets were loaded and the, uh, slide was registered. Everything was in place and I did it again and it wouldn't go off. And I sat there and I thought, well, what the flip? And then I saw my dad's headlights pan in the living room and I thought, I can't let him hear the shot and know he was off by 30 seconds. So I put the gun away and I said, I'll do it another day. And I went downstairs and I turned on my stereo and I put on my headphones and I turned on the radio and there's a song playing. And I like it. It's got a good beat. I've enjoyed it. It's just this bubblegum silly ass song. And it ends and some crap tune comes on, and I spin the dial and I catch that song again—that bubble bubblegum song—and I yeah. start listening to it. And about the fourth time, as I'm spinning the dial, I keep hitting this song. The fourth or fifth time, it's like somebody takes their hands off of my ears, and suddenly the words from dark, "Dancing in the Dark" start filling my head. So it's not just da 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 da. da hey, yeah. I'm dancing with Courtney Cox on stage. Right? You're you're <laughs> getting past that initial silliness. And all of a sudden you hear a guy, and as a teenager, I hate my clothes, I hate my hair, I hate my face. Ain't nothing getting better. This place is just eating me up and spitting me out. I don't think I should even be here anymore. But you can't start a fire sitting around crying with a broken heart. You can't start a fire worrying about your little world falling apart. Boom, my head blew open. And I went, holy shit, this guy's me. This guy has felt like crap. And he's one of the biggest rock stars in the world. So if he can survive this and he can make his way, I can make my way. So the best compliment I've ever gotten, um, was sharing those stories and then getting emails saying, I heard your story. You're my Bruce Springsteen.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: They didn't feel alone. Somebody else felt their pain. Somebody else has been on the precipice ready to jump into the void and they were pulled back because somebody else made it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: if you can make it, I can make it. And that's beautiful, man. That's what it's all about. And again, that's why music, as I said, is the great equalizer and it saved me on multiple occasions. And, and you know, uh, it's just, it's, it's a remarkable thing. So I, I think people, Seeking ways to find help and getting those comments and and emails. When I'm sitting in a funk, man, I'll go through my emails and I keep a file of emails where people share their story with me and how I impacted their life. And I'm like, how the? I do a stupid little paranormal show where we we talk about ghosts and fairies and aliens and Bigfoot and the Snallygaster and all of these silly ass characters and you hear in it you're entertaining it and it took you out of a dark place because for an hour you laughed or you thought about yeah. something besides how miserable your life was at that moment. And you decided you'd live another day and that's powerful shit, man. That really hits me at right in the heart and in the soul. So yeah. I just, you know, and unfortunately not enough people send that email to their friends, relatives, coworkers, mm-hmm. bosses, teachers, because we all need those emails to let people know how they fit in our lives and how, what they said on that one day kept us here 20 years later. Well, and and we need to do that more.
2: Again, yeah. that's, that's um, it's crazy. Cause uh, just uh, hearing your story right there is, is another great example of someone's going to hear this. Someone's going to listen to this and they're mm-hmm. going to relate to it and they're going to feel it. And I'll tell you right now that like, I almost feel like just hearing that story that you and I live uh, some parallel lives uh, in certain in certain areas because. However, in your life, you got to keep your hair. You did. In in my life, you know, I did get to keep my hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is very true.
2: But I will I I will say to you, in case not enough people have said it, uh, you're not alone in your experience either, my friend, because yeah. uh, everything that you just said, I I just listened yes. to your story and went, uh, yeah, this is what the room looked like when I was in it. This is mm-hmm. this is what this is what the, this is what my hand was doing when I was doing it. And this is what it felt like when I did it. And, uh, and parallel lives, man. And, and a lot more, a lot more than a lot more than just you, a lot more than just me, a lot more than just us, a lot, a lot more people out there. And it's crazy when you hear it. Um, because when you're going through it, you feel like no one else on earth could possibly understand
1: and then, I I said a quote online uh, this will tell you how long ago on MySpace. Yeah. Ooh. And uh Ooh. and I actually had I bumped into people that made t-shirts with my quote on it.
2: Mm.
1: And it I was like that's cool. It was just kind of a throwaway quote but I was feeling shitty one day and I had this little moment of clarification and I just posted depression is a cruel trick that the heart plays on the brain. And that spoke to people and they're like god that's right. Yeah. In that it's moment, true. you confuse yourself, and, and you're you said it earlier, you're so close, you can't tell the forest for the trees, and you have to get yeah. back and you have to get that perspective. And and sometimes it's taking yourself out of the ego, and that I don't mean that in a bad way, it's not like an arrogant ego, but out of yeah, preservation, yeah. and sometimes you realize things could be a lot worse, and even for people that have had nothing, nothing. And I listen to biographies all the time. I love autobiographies of celebrities. And you realize what these people went through to get where they are. All of these, oh man, I wish I had Roger Daltrey's life. He didn't start <laughs> making money from right. the who until the early 2000s. Let yeah. that marinate in your brain. It right. began in right. the 60s. He did not stay, start making money until the 2000s, but he <laughs> loved it and he was passionate mm. about it and he stuck with it. And even though the shit got bad many times, he's still singing today. So there yeah. are so many of these stories that you hear that you're like, I'm no different than Dolly Parton and what she went through. And, and what's great is listening to all these autobiographies. How many of them have, have had paranormal throughout their life. Right. And I've, you know, Dolly Parton and, and, uh, um, uh, 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 God, my brain just froze up on me. Uh, S- uh, Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So many of these, these musicians, uh, that I've listened to that, were that have ridden the highs and lows and have had all these weird experiences. But the one thing is that they've always remained open mm-hmm. and no matter how crappy things were and the fact that they were scrounging and, and shoplifting. What is it? I think, um, what's his name? Uh, 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 Chris Pratt just returned to some seven 11 or gas station. He grew up by and paid them back. That was actually all the of this. Rock. Oh, oh, the Rock—that's what it was. Rock yeah, Chris, they're really? so similar looking. Yeah, he went back. They and are. very. <laughs> he paid I mixed for up all the. All the sn- he paid for all the Snickers bars. That yeah, tells you how yeah. non-racist I am—I can't even tell <laughs> what's going on. Um, and I don't even hold a grudge that he stole my eyebrow. Right. Yeah. Right. People's eyebrow, but uh he went back and he paid for all the Snicker bars he stole. I saw up, that when things were I tough. Saw that, so yeah. Wow, I didn't realize you know, that. I I know people, sometimes we live behind a shield of wallowing and and a shield of look what I've been through. Like it's a badge of honor and okay, you live through it, but that's not what defines you. What defines you is that you're still here pushing and pumping and doing what it takes to make it to the next day. And that's, what's awesome to me. And that's, what's exciting. And I hope people can find that. And if you can't, sometimes you got to go to strange places to find it, listening to autobiographies, listening to music, maybe music. That's not even your genre of music. Right. Yes. Right. And, you know, I was a monkeys Beatles guy and I just happened to catch this catchy little ditty by Bruce Springsteen. And all of a sudden my mind blew open and I've been a huge fan of his ever since. And, you know, I got a chance to meet Springsteen six years ago. Oh, cool. Um, and, and what's funny is three years before that, I put in writing, this shows you the power of intention, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I put in writing on Facebook, okay, universe, I'm putting it out to you. Put me in the path that I'm going to cross paths with Bruce Springsteen and meet him someday. Three years, almost to the date, he released his autobiography. He was signing him and showing up at bookstores. And I flew out on a whim to California, I got in line. I was in the first 200 people. They were going to service the first 1200. I think I was in the first 200 people. We had eight seconds to interact with Bruce Springsteen. And I had that whole night and that whole time waiting in line to think, what do you say in eight seconds to let somebody know what you need to let them know. Hmm. And I kept thinking back to that fact that people have said, you're my Bruce Springsteen. So I got up there and I looked him in the eyes and I shook his hand and I said, your, your music saved my life. And he looked at me and he goes, good. Thanks for being here. He put his arm around me and I put my arm around him. We got that picture and it was over. I don't know that I'd ever need to meet Bruce again because I don't know what I could say that I could boil down to right. anything more compact than your music
2: saved my life. Hmm. Yeah. How do you follow that? Yeah. No, there's. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Unless um, I like go the Chris Farley route. Remember that time when you right, saying, right, right, right. Well, it's got to be a joke. it got to be thing. a
2: joke to follow that. Yes. That's, the only, yeah. that's the only way.
0: Man, so you know what? You, so Good I'm luck usually, with this
2: segue now. Because, I'm
0: usually a segue guy, sorry. right? <laughs> so before we, before we went into that stuff, yeah. when you're talking about money, 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 I'm like, right. sweet. I got sweet right. segue. Right. And then we got into that right and Sorry. uh you know no 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 you no, know that's like great that no, made the
2: show a million times a million better. times
0: better just i don't uh, care know.
2: if anybody hears it just for me talking to you and everything that just made it that's awesome good. so thank you right. absolutely
1: better than none yeah
0: yeah uh,
2: every day yeah, yeah i mean
0: uh you know uh, i i'm pretty open on this show too i suffer from depression and, yep. and anxiety myself so that's why we're musicians. this was important yeah right this is why we're musicians <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh but uh, stable
2: people don't pick this
0: yeah. job. And then, and then we went into podcasting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? An even more lucrative, uh, yeah, endeavor. Yeah, but you <laughs> too can, really can make- be a podcaster. Send Dave Schrader nineteen ninety nine, and that'll be dollars <laughs> eighty two cents more than I've ever made before doing the show.
0: <laughs> that being said, we do have yes. sponsors, yes. and they sometimes pay us when people What's buy things like? they do wow. it, well right. it's 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 kind of like being paid for songs <laughs> i mean <laughs> huh. we drink jameson yeah 12 and, cents every yeah we drink jameson and it's uh it 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 pays for fractions of the bottle it does yeah it does. so that being said we one of the sponsors we have
2: is Poddex and Poddex, what they do is uh oh this is good dave he's gonna he's gonna this is gonna be concise and it's gonna be it's gonna roll perfectly oh, it's gonna be excellent you so what pod decks is is a company
0: who puts together decks of cards within each deck of cards is 50 and within each card is a question and what we like to have our guests do is pick a deck and then pick a random question from that deck uh, it's it's for budding podcasters it's for people without verbal diarrhea like us yes um, so dave
2: we Dude, that, that like was to- the best ever nice job well i had to follow was, the the last segment anytime no, hey man great.
1: anytime you can work in verbal diarrhea yes. into an ad yes. golden brother golden that was excellent this is uh, that i do that every
0: every week you do nice yeah, job well done, but, man. This, this was uh, good man. Uh, thank you well, i appreciate that yeah i, I feel hey, like can, Dave. let, let me, me, me mention That's one why. thing
1: let let me mention one thing. Poddex are amazing, especially for most of the people like us that do shows like this, that yeah. have a desire and want to reach people, but not sure if they've got the idea how to put the questions together. Poddex helps you with that so that the more you use it, the more you practice with it, the more adept you'll become at asking these questions and being comfortable asking these kind of questions. So I think that's a fantastic tool and I hope more people will try it. And I think they'll start growing as a podcaster and as an entertainer and a communicator.
0: We're going to cut that, that's, and, and that's going to be that our, was, our forever. That was even better than what you did. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> you ta- you've taken my spot. It won up. Thanks. It was a one up. But we, we, have, we have these decks for you to choose from. Yes. Uh, okay. The mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. episode deck. We have interview deck. We have interview deck two. We have would you rather, what the heck, what the fuck, and how dare you? Yes.
2: How dare you? How dare you it is how dare you it is yes all right mike is going to shuffle those because i cannot but i can tell everybody within the sound of my voice is you can go to poddex.com you can check out these decks and many more as well as their app if you want to just bypass the whole card thing and do the whole app thing although i recommend the cards because you can bring them with you anywhere i used to bring them to the bar when i was working at the bar it was always a good thing to awesome. people. While you're on podcast.com checking out the decks. They have new ones all the time. You can also check out their merch section where they have T-shirts that do not rough up the nipples. They're yes. very soft. They're very comfortable. They're nice. You can check them out. If you decide to buy said T-shirt or a deck or whatever, just please use the promo code BACON.
0: Because everything is better with bacon. And
2: you get 10% off your entire order.
0: <laughs> all right, Dave. All right. I'm going to fan these bad boys out. Now, just as a heads up, these could be benign. Yes. Or they could be like, "You don't know me, right? What? Do you, what, what did
2: you just say to me? Did you yeah. just say to me? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, I will take the finger of power. I am going to go from my left to my right, your right to your left. You tell me when to stop, and that will be your random question, sir. Bam, bam, right here, Dave. When was the worst time that you threw up? I know that
1: answer." I was there. (laughs) Uh, And really, at the end of this, you'll realize, no wonder I had to throw up. I had all that puke in me. So
2: That's that's Uh, how that works sometimes.
1: Yeah. I would say uh, the worst place I ever threw up was I was at a bachelor party. And Mm. um, we were doing the bachelor bus tour and hitting up all these bars. And then we swing into the traditional strip joint. And I'm... (laughs) I'm sitting there throwing back shots when all of a sudden this naked girl crouches down in front of me and she goes, Oh my god, Mr. Schrader, I go to school with your daughter. Oh my god. Oh Oh my god. And like the world started to spin. (laughs) And I put my hand up to my forehead and I leaned on the stage. All right, Mr. Schrader. And I'm like, I don't know right now. (laughs) I don't know. And then I started doing the I got up walked out the door. She's following me to make sure I'm okay. And as I throw (laughs) open the door, I'm like the fountain at the beginning of the Friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just comes out and she sees me and stops It turns around and goes right back in. <laughs> Dave the Bellagio Schrader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The only thing that would have made it better is to have uh Bocelli singing to me.
2: Right,
1: right. <inaudible> <speaking> lup- <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is rough. Yeah. That, that... That's the worst, you know, because the rest of it, you're sick, your car sick, whatever. But it's like yeah. reality shakes you into it that oh,
2: I go to school with your daughter. Oh no! Uh, yeah, there's a lot Not. of that. A lot about that is yeah. is vomit inducing.
0: Yeah. That could be rough. Yeah. Well, spe- yep. speaking speaking of, of of your daughter, you've got so before we sign off here, what yes. I want to mm-hmm. know is mm-hmm. you've got right now between mm-hmm. you and your wife mm-hmm. eleven children. Yeah, you you on your own ha- had eight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I have I have two. I have zero. Uh, he has zero. Oh, yes. So between we've got two between us. Yes. Mm-hmm. uh uh wh- uh is, is that like is is it some sort of insanity um <laughs> that you suffer from with with the eight or, or something no no but but seriously like what with with the eight children or 11 children now mm-hmm. uh you've got your podcast it's on two days a week you've mm-hmm. got TV shows you're traveling the world you're gonna be going to egypt to investigate like what right. fuck? uh what do you what do you do to unwind? Apparently, make
2: children. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Okay. What's an unwinding? When a
1: man
2: loves a woman. (laughs) Okay. Up next from Dave Schrader to his lovely wife (laughs) When a man loves a woman. By Michael Bolt. When a man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely I, okay uh,
1: i'm sorry to everybody out there and i'm sorry to your needles i just blasted into oblivion i did try to lean back and now you did no you it's did fine you, yeah. did, you, you did, did a good job you did a good so, lean
0: yeah. we we have compressors we
1: have we do we fix it in post yeah, so... no look at you fancy fuckers i just <laughs> take my audio and put it up and they got to deal with the uh unbalanced nature but i have fun with it so hopefully people will check it out right yeah and if if, if any of your followers or listeners do want to get off the couch and get into the game and they want to start seeing some of the coolest haunted places and go out and investigate with me. I've got, I think one or two tickets left for Germany. I'm going to be going to Germany and Prague in July, uh, Egypt. We have only two slots left open where you can go with me to investigate the pyramids, uh, the crypts. And, uh, we're going to actually be investigating uh, Howard Carter's home, the man that found King Tut at the 100th oh, wow. anniversary wow. of the opening of King Tut's tomb. So we nice. get to do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I'm going to be visiting all over the United States this year, uh, crisscrossing the United States, doing paranormal conferences. And, uh, I'm going to be going out to Chicago to Joliet state prison, truly one of the most haunted locations in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm going back for my fourth time to investigate and. And uh, I'm super psyched about doing this. It's going to be an amazing time. We've caught unbelievable activity. And we still have some, uh, I think we've got a handful of VIP tickets, which are two nights. So you can come investigate for two nights with me, and there's a full day of talks and 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 you get to see the the uh, prison during the daylight and at night. And then um, we've also got one day tickets available. So all that information is at darkness events com. That's darknessevents.com Because I might. We know that all the best things happen in the dark.
0: In the dark. I I might actually uh, cut that out of the episode because I don't want that to fill up too quick. Because Jen and I were talking about going there. <laughs> don't
1: you cut it out, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> get
2: Let's get your ticket first. No, no, no! <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get my ticket. I'll get my ticket. I'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll commit. With that in mind, where else can mm-hmm. they find you online? Where else can they find everything, Dave Schrader?
1: Monday and Fridays, I do a live podcast on YouTube, uh, so you can tune in and be a part of the fun, and uh, Mondays, we we have a couple of different guests, and we talk about different topics. Fridays, we do the news, and I've got my crack or cracked paranormal news team, uh, my three buddies from Texas, uh, the Colonel Chachi and uh, the paranormal detective, and we look at all the strange stories from the last week, and we do it with a lot of fun and a lot of drinking. Uh, as a matter of fact, anytime one of the guys blows words in a story, you got to, have a little sip with us. That's kind of the, oh, man. Ooh, we
2: would be de- the honor of
1: it. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's part of it. And then, uh, unlike your show, we have no cursing it's family safe and friendly. You can listen to it at work. You can listen to it at church. You can listen to it in the the Grecian bathhouses houses, wherever oh, you want to okay. take the show. So yeah, it's right. safe. Uh, so we, we have a lot of fun. So you can find that on YouTube at the paranormal 60 channel. And you can go check, just click all those tabs. I don't know if people know this. And if you guys have it on your YouTube, a lot of people don't realize you got to click the live tab to see all the past live episodes. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. yes. And then you go
1: under videos and those are just like other videos that you post that aren't the, the live show. So there's different, areas on youtube to go see the show and experience it That's so true. make sure and if you look at our description you're going
2: to find links to everything that dave does as well so indeed awesome. all those links paranormal 60 in the description mm-hmm. all of the things uh hey, amen we want to thank you so much for hanging yeah. with us uh thank you for your time lot. with us we really appreciate it we had a fun time with you and uh i want to for me honestly it's one of our one of my favorite episodes thank you Absolutely. so much thank for, you. for sharing your time with us i appreciate it a lot
1: and if i could just share this with you and your audience it's coming into a new year, a new time, a new era, a time for us to reflect back on the things that we've done, the places we've seen and the people we've met. And it's never too soon to start over. It's never too soon to decide today is the day I begin living and I stop living under regret and depression and anxiety. And you start taking those reins back. And please, I'm telling you, I'm 55 years old and I'm so thankful. I would not have had those 11 children. I would not have been Dave, the wave or darkness, Dave, or your pal, paranormal pal, Dave Schrader. I wouldn't have had a chance to get to see all the places I've seen and all the experiences I've had, had I not hung in the game a little longer and had somebody tell me it's going to be okay. Other people have been there and they've survived it and you can too. So I'm here to tell you it's okay. You can survive it. I've been there too. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So grasp this new time to start over and let go of the past because it does not serve you. And it's time to start living in the moments in between and enjoying those moments to yourself when you're not on the phone at work or driving to work or in the shower. Start enjoying the little moments in between when you can do things for you and listen to things that will make your life better and make you laugh and make your heart sing. That's I hope everybody out there gets to take advantage of coming up for
2: 2023. We that is awesome. Live in the in-between. Living in in the in-between. That's Dave's bacon. Mm -hmm. Remember to ask your guys' self, your guys' self. Remember to ask yourself, all (laughs) you listeners, every single day. Everybody have a sip. Your guys' self. Ask your guys' guys self. self. Ask your guys' self. Ask your guys' self right now. What you super,
1: super important. Mm -hmm. Super important. Dave, you remember what that question is? Yeah
2: what what question is the question to ask yourself every day the question you just answered oh yeah what is my bacon yes what's your bacon
1: yeah cool gentlemen
2: that's the show man thank you so much
0: yeah thank you we're back oh you took out the end
2: well you know new year
0: new year new you new me i like that effervescent effervescence uh Yeah. yeah thank you dave for
2: hanging out with us. It was really cool. Um, thank you guys for sticking around till the yeah. end. Thanks for jumping in during this brand new year. We were uh, happy to be a part of your 2022. Hopefully you guys checked out and saw the uh, Bim piece. Yeah. And had a good time with that. We had a blast with that. And, um, you know, again, thank everybody that, that uh, sent in stuff and contributed and, and, and contributed and were a part of that. <laughs> um, and, You know, just thank you, all of you, for, hope everybody had a great holiday season. Hope everybody's enjoying a good new year. Yeah. Already. And uh, on to bigger things and better things and more fun things. Keep it going. Keep it, uh, keep it rolling. Yeah. Right? I I agree. That's what I'm saying. We Mm -hmm. ended the, we ended the interview on a very positive note. I like that. Very life-changing, uplifting things. Always try and leave the world a little bit better than you found it. Yeah. Speaking about, speaking of that. Yeah. Uh, things that leave
0: the world better than when you found it.
2: We did Manscaped at the beginning.
0: Yeah, no, no, I know that. Oh, okay. Uh, Music does that, right? It does. And. It does. Somebody who has new music
2: coming out may be in this room. Yeah. This week, in fact. On Thursday. On Thursday, uh, the 12th, you can check out. January. My band, Craving Strange, we have a new single. Uh, it is called Mean What You Say. It is out on all streaming platforms. Please check it out, see what you think, add it to your playlists. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. Hashtag What's Your Bacon, hashtag Craving Strange. Um, Spoiler alert, it kicks ass. I hope so. Just throwing that out there. I hope so. Thanks, buddy. I hope so. You can uh, You can find out more about it and the band at CravingStrange.net where you can find all things and all links having to do with Craven and Strange and all our socials. My socials are all at Jimmy G's shoes. You can find me there on everything. Um, as always check out bacon is my for everything bacon is my podcast. All of our stuff is also linked on there, but you can go there and you can check out not only the podcast, you can see all our sponsors, all the special deals that you can get through them. You can jump over to our Patreon if you want to be a super supporter, be part of the Bimp Squad, uh, if you want to do that with Bimp us. Bimp If you want to buy some uh, merch and help us out, we got some cool t-shirts mm-hmm. and stuff in there, because it's my fashion. Uh, all of that is on com. Check it out. Let us know what you think. You can communicate to us there also. There is a little form. Send in what you think, what you like, what you do. If you're listening to us on anywhere where you can rate us, give us that five star.
0: If you think we deserve it. Yeah. If you don't think we deserve it, give us a lower review. Tell us why. And tell us why. Yeah, tell us why. Don't just give us a one. Don't right. be Don't be a fucking jerk. Right. D- tell us why.
2: Yeah. Let, let us know how we can... Earn your stars back yeah right and we will we'll do it or maybe we won't maybe we won't care what you say maybe maybe it's not for you I don't know speaking of what's for you where can they find you
0: oh well me personally at me my own self Mike uh, and my band at something heavy music on the social media platforms Uh, check out our music streaming on all digital streaming platforms yeah and uh a lisp at the end uh, <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh and uh yeah, I think we're gonna put out some new music next next month. Nice.
2: I like it. I hope you do. Yeah. Yeah. I got I just gotta finish it. You got lots of new music.
0: Yeah, we got you see this little you got this lots board over things? here. Yeah. This is all and,
2: and that's not even all of them. Right. But a lot of those are in pretty close to done stages. Yeah. Yeah. No not not too bad. Yeah. Not uh not too bad. Yeah, man. So, you gotta give the people what they want. Yeah. So, and if what you want is more bacon, check us out on Thursday. We will be here again this week yes. with another episode of Bacon Is My Podcast. It is our first time of nope, doing. No, it's our second time. Twice a week. It's yeah. our second time yeah. of doing twice a week shows. Yeah. So definitely, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a special uh,
0: special theme. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. We're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Topic, if you will. TBD. TBD. So check it out. Get to know a little bit about what's rolling around in our, our fucking yeah, st- over in our st- brain balls. little heads. Yeah. So, yeah, see you then. Yeah. And thanks for st- sticking around this long. Yeah. And um,
2: Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Um, but mostly stay classy and uh, ask yourself the same question every day. The important question. Yes. The only question that matters, the question that gets me all fired up, the question is what's your bacon?
0: Whale's vagina. Hmm? What? Oh, world world peace. peace. (laughs) Okay. Whale's vagina.